Happy 4th of July, you guys. I hope that you have some fun plans for 4th of July, but regardless, it is Sunday and that means Bachelorette Recap still happens. And we're going to talk about episode four of Katie's season of The Bachelorette. And so, as you know, Thomas is having some issues. We've already talked about that from last week. So it starts off at the house casually with all the guys talking about Thomas. And this whole entire episode is mostly about Thomas and like some other things. And there's a surprise in this episode where if you've seen the trailers, you know that somebody comes in to the season essentially. You're not sure if he's going to stay. You're not sure if he's going to like end up being, you know, sent home or whatnot. But this is where it starts with Thomas being talked about and Trey is one of the people who's like really adamant about having Thomas out. He is already exposed to um, like everybody in the house that he needs to go and Trey is just really distraught about it and so is Hunter and Hunter, he's coming a a little bit out of his shell. He's coming out a little bit of a shell this week um, and apparently next week as well based on the trailers and so... Then they go on the second group date, which was supposed to happen last week. But as you know, like it never ends with the rose ceremony anymore. So we are continuing with the second date. Um, and so this is a date where it was actually, I thought it was like a weird concept because in the trailers, it seems like they're going to be doing proposals. And you know, from seasons past, they've done like, you know, at the altar, like wedding dress stuff. And it's just been very strange. Like the fact that ABC, the bachelor, like bachelor, bachelorette does these kinds of things, but It's actually really not that. This is a truth or dare kind of date, and basically it allows the guys to bond with each other, but also allows Katie to see how they're interacting with each other. And so the second group date, they are dared to do a bunch of things, and one of those things is to open up one of those platters. You know those platters that they serve like in old movies and stuff, and you'd lift up the little metal platter, and then your food would be underneath it? It's one of those. So they have to pick one of those to open or to lift up, and whatever is underneath it is food, whether it's spaghetti, um, Twinkies, and in this case, the Twinkies was Mike's. So Mike picked up the plate and there were Twinkies underneath it that were like somewhat like thousands amount of calories in it. And he had to eat all of them on the plate. So the point is, is that Mike owns a gym. And so he's like the worst person to be eating this many carbs. And it doesn't matter. Like, you know, you don't get to pick what platter you're opening. Like you're consuming because you're eating whatever's underneath the platter that you've decided that you've chosen. And so he, you know, had to eat all of those Twinkies. And he was like, I haven't eaten a carb in like six years, which is insane to me because I eat a carb every single day. But we obviously have different lifestyles. And so he literally starts to eat all of them. I don't know if he really ends up eating all of them. You know how like their ABC is really good at editing. So we really never know. And so then um, there's another part of the state where there's an ear, a very, very large ear. And they're calling it Katie's ear. And so the guys have to whisper sweet nothings into her ear and like with a certain amount of time. So Andrew ends up doing it. Um, and then so does Greg. And you see those two end up doing it. And so Andrew whispers sweet nothings into Katie's ear and they are in a British accent and they are very, very smoking hot. That's all I can tell you. And then Greg does it and he starts like saying all these things about the states and all those things. And it's just not a good... (laughs) He didn't do a very good job, and um, what they don't know about it is that Katie can actually hear them whispering. They tell them originally they don't, they can't hear, so that when they start to listen, only they know that 
they can hear. So she's like listening to Greg talk about these states and she's like, what the heck? And then he goes, yes, the end when he was done. And then Tasha goes, he thought that was good. And so then when they're running away, um, like Katie yells out and she goes, how's it? Like, how are, how's Florida treating you? And they're like, oh my gosh, she could hear the whole thing that we were saying. <laughs> and it was really funny. Um, and then the next challenge that you see is Trey getting his cheeks waxed. So essentially you have to wax the hairiest part on your body and Trey ends up getting his cheeks waxed. And, um, there's like, this one part where Christian, you start to see a little bit more of Christian in this episode, and he goes like, one, two, rippity do," and he like rips the wax strip. It's like one of the funniest parts of the whole episode, just because you start to see how funny Christian actually is, because at this point, you don't really know that much about him. And so the next challenge for all of them is to eat a habanero pepper and propose to Katie. And so at this moment, they're eating, and it cuts to each of the men doing it at the same kind of time, um, even though they're probably done in separate takes. But Greg says that he loves her. Like It's one of those things where he was so distraught that he was like, uh, oh my gosh, this is so hot, but I love you so much. I love you so much. And like she was like, I'm counting it as the first time he's ever said I love you because you know that Greg's going to go really far. She obviously has a really good connection with him, and it was really like exciting to see that he said that. Like just out of habit when he's so distraught. Um, and it was very cute. So then, um, there was like a part, um, later on in the date where I like noted that Andrew is just so well-spoken and we don't really know much about the other Andrew, like the half Asian Andrew. Um, but we do know a lot about, I think it's either Andrew M or I don't even know what their last names are but this one Andrew like you hear a lot about him he's always really featured a lot of the times and I feel like he's so well spoken at this point um and he really knows what to say and he really knows how to comfort people and he really has a good head on his shoulders when you get to evening part of this date there's like a section where Greg you know meets with her and talks with her and he's so cute and she says so much that makes you think that she's feeling so strongly about him um being you know there till the end and she says that like she was actually falling for him which is a pretty big deal it's the first person that she said that to and um I think that they're on such a good track and he's at a good age for her and just has a I feel like they fit really well Okay, so then, like, Trey and Andrew end up fighting over Thomas. So they go on this date. Thomas is not on this group date, but they end up fighting over the fact that Trey wants to tell Katie that Thomas is not the right person for her and that he's lying to everybody in the house and that he's just really not a good person. And Andrew, on the other hand, thinks that it's not appropriate to tell Katie because at this point it's not his news to tell um, and that she would figure it out. Personally, I understand where Trey's coming from, where he wants to tell her and he wants to protect her. But at the same time, um, I really side with Andrew on this because Andrew seems to like really trust her, you know, because he says like she will figure it out. And, you know, he is right. She will figure it out eventually. You know, she's going to go in there and then realize like Thomas isn't a good person. And Trey's trying to speed up the process and create more drama in the house, which is already happening, which is why he wants to tell Katie. But so then Andrew's fighting with Trey over the fact that he just feels like it's so dramatic and that they shouldn't tell Katie. But then Trey is yelling at the fact that he's just going to tell her because he feels like it's the right thing to do. And he's going to take up his time to tell her about Thomas. So then he does that. And, you know, Trey feels hurt that like Thomas is manipulating him and the other people in the house. Um, 
but I understand that Andrew just like wants him to like leave it alone. And so Katie sat down with the guys after Trey had talked to her and um, she asked if they all felt the same way about Thomas um, and they all said yes and they said you know, what their thoughts were. And I thought that that was actually really smart of her because first of all, like, of course, Trey is going to her to tell her about Thomas, but for her to sit down with all the guys and say, like, what are your opinions on this? And I want to know every single person's opinion on it. I thought was really smart because not only are you getting one person saying that they don't like Thomas, it's everybody agreeing together that they don't like Thomas. There wasn't like one person who actually liked Thomas. Um, And so they all reciprocated what Trey had said. So then um, after that date, there is a time when, you know, Katie gets a knock on her door, her hotel room door, and Tasha is actually the one that comes in and tells Katie that there's somebody from her past that has asked if she could talk to Katie to see if maybe Katie would give him a chance to go on her season. And at this point, you know, she doesn't know who it is, and Tasha won't tell her who it is because she wants her to be, like, have an open mind about it. So then Katie goes walks through the gate and realizes it's Blake. So Blake is from Tasha's season and Claire's season in the past. So this would be the third bachelorette that he would be dating. And so apparently they've talked on Instagram a little bit and um, he wanted to join the season and, you know, he's been quarantining and I guess they told him that he could go ask. And she ends up like saying, you know what? I, there's a lot going on in the house. So I just need some time to think. Um, And he says, it's fine. So then that goes, you know, you have that little tidbit of information there, but we wait until after the rose ceremony to find out what really happens here. So then after that, um, Thomas goes to Katie, and this is part of like the evening and like cocktail party before the rose ceremony. And Thomas goes and then he asks, like, tells Katie, like, you know, I know that you know that people are not happy with me and I just want you to know that I'm here for you and that, yes, indeed, I did have like the thought of being the next bachelor, but it, that is not a thought anymore. And he specifies so many times that he is falling for her and that he wants to be here for her and that their relationship is so strong, blah, blah, blah. And she's honestly not buying it. And there's that one point where he like, you know, talks and then she like starts to say something and then he tries to interrupt her and she goes, let me talk. And it's like, whoo. And so he lets her talk and, you know, she just basically says, we have a rose ceremony to get through. I would just like to focus on my relationship with some of the other guys as well. And I will give myself until after the rose ceremony to make a decision on how I feel about this. And so he goes and he's wearing this like red pinkish like salmon blazer. And there's like memes all over the internet saying like, oh, Thomas walking in looking like a red flag because he literally like was wearing a red blazer. So after that, um... Thomas ends up going back into the like cocktail party rose ceremony and all the guys see him walk in and are like, oh my gosh, he just went to go talk to her. So she comes in and she goes, sorry guys for being so late. Like, thank you guys for being really honest with me. I'm sorry, Thomas, that you feel ostracized by, you know, the house. And they're all like, what the heck did he say to her? Like, we didn't like do anything to make you feel like whatever you did that all on your own. And so after talking to all of the guys, she realizes that they're all talking about Thomas in a negative way and they're all pretty much done with him. And so she wants to trust the guys. And at the same time, she doesn't really want to talk about Thomas, but they all want to talk about Thomas except for Michael. And so, well, at least the ones that we've seen on these takes. And so Michael talks to her and he's so sweet. And, um, 
she just feels really calm with Michael and you can feel that she just like everything melts and disappears around the world except for them. And uh, he just looks at her so like puppy doggy and it is really cute. Like you can obviously tell that he really likes her and he's such a sweet guy. Um, I definitely would leave with Michael for sure, for sure. Like he's so sweet, either Michael or Greg, those are my top choices. But um, Michael essentially like says that he missed her and that, and she says, I can't stop thinking about our date the other day. And he was like, oh, really? And then she says like, you know, how important, you know, I've been thinking about like how important Ohio is to you and all these things. And he realizes that she really has been thinking about them and like their future and like what could be. And he, it makes him really excited about this all. I hope for his sake that this really does work out for him. I like as much as I would love for Greg to win, I think that for Michael to win, like that would mean so much for his kid. Um, but also his like family and stuff. I hope that we don't get to the end of the season. And then Michael realizes that with, you know, his wife passing and all that stuff two years ago that he's not ready. I would hope that 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 wouldn't happen at the end. Um, but we'll see. I've heard that the season gets cut short. Um, I hope it's not for, you know, reasons that are for other people and not like the good people that are left kind of thing. Like if it's like somebody making a bunch of drama and she doesn't want to be part of it. I hope that like for her sake that Michael stays and that, you know, he does give her that little ounce of hope or Greg, you know, I feel like those are the two contenders. I don't know much about Blake um, because Blake does end up staying at the end of this because at the rose ceremony, Thomas ends up um, being one of the last people like left to be given out a rose. And she has one rose left in her hand and she says, Thomas, and they're all the guys like mouths drop. Cause I can't believe that she's kept him. And so he walks up. And then when that happens, um, he actually like goes up to her to receive the rose and she steps back. And so all the guys are like, <gasps> cause she stepped back and she was like, you told me what I wanted to hear. You lied. And she was like, you're selfish and a liar. And she was like, your bachelor audition is over. So get out. And like, <laughs> it was so weird. Like he literally like basically like didn't even acknowledge and just walked out like he wasn't pissed or anything he just walked out it was probably super humiliating um I don't know if the producers told her to say that or if she had thought of that speech on her own or whatnot um but even right before you know he had um like left or whatever he said excuse me and he was like Katie and then he turned to everybody and he was like I'm really sorry um for how I might have come across I did not mean for it to be that way. And then he basically apologizes and everybody's like, oh my gosh, like you're, you've already apologized. Like, don't do it again. Like we already don't like you. And so they're all just hoping that he goes home, which he does. So then after Thomas goes home, she goes to Blake's door. So she knocks on it and Blake opens the door and he's naked. He probably has boxers on, but he's like naked. And he's like, let me throw on a robe. But instead he throws on a hoodie with his underwear still on. And then he walks out the door and he's like half asleep. He's like, sorry, not expect that. And um, he puts like a mint in his mouth. And because she was like, what took so long? And he was like, I had to put a mint in my mouth. So then he walks out and talks to her. And she basically says, like, where she is and where she feels like everything's going. If he wanted to stay, that she would like that. And that he'd be moving into the house, like, the next day. And so, of course, you know there's going to be tension. Um, she did have to consider the fact that she does have strong relationships. And what would happen if she had brought another guy in? Would it blow up? And, of course, it's going to blow up. But I think also, like, you have to realize that, like, this is the bachelorette and this is her process. And if a guy was like, tr if a guy truly cared about her, yes, of course you would feel jealous and you would feel worried, but at the same time you would trust that she knows what she's doing and that you would trust that she knows 
her gut um, and that she was doing what was best for her, I guess. And that that's what I would think at least. Um, but obviously, you know, there's going to be drama. And um, But the funniest part of this entire episode is the ending because he literally was like, oh, what now when she walks away? And then he goes to reach for his door handle and the hotel like doors that automatically lock it locked him out. <laughs> and he was just sitting there going, well, crap, like now what? Because now he's just locked out of his like room. <laughs> Anyways, so that was literally the end of it all. That's the recap for this week. Um, I hope that that helps you with tomorrow. I think that tomorrow is going to be a super exciting episode because this past episode, I think they're just going to keep getting more exciting now that we've, you know, eliminated the uh, people who like aren't there for the right reasons is like the correct way to say it. But I hope that you guys have a good 4th of July and I will see you on Thursday for our next little chat about whatever I come up with that we're going to talk about. All right. Bye, Chang gang. See you next time.